Welcome to Messages and More, a podcast channel of Watertown Evangelical Free Church. This channel plays our weekly sermons and other content relevant to our church community. It, it'll be a miracle if I can get through this while crying. So I'll try. Huh? All right. I... It's funny because I never cry. Wendy says, you have no emotion. <laughs> but I get up here and I do. Anyways. So I'm thankful for being here. And so the first part of a testimony is supposed to be what your life was before Christ. Um, problem is I really don't have a life before Christ. I grew up in this church. I've known God my whole life. And so I don't have that. I kind of wish I did. Um, but yeah, I've been part of this church my whole life. But really, it was at age 13 when I went to Bible camp. I went to Inspiration Point Bible Camp, uh, a church uh, Bible camp that my mom sent me to. And it was at 13, I remember, uh, in, a, in a dorm room with, a, with an RA or whatever they were called, a counselor, and I gave my life to Christ. I remember that being the first time of feeling that emotion, that Jesus is in my heart. And then throughout my teen years, I attended church here, went to youth group, boys' brigade, you know, I did all that, and that was great. And each year, I would go back to summer camp, and I would recommit my life to, church, uh, to God. But then I'd come home, and it really wasn't reflective in my life. I did all the things that teenagers did. A lot of them weren't good. But every summer, back to Bible camp, recommit my life to Christ. And then it was um, at camp that I met my first wife, Christina. Wendy gave me the okay to talk about this part of my life. <laughs> um, Christina and I have two children, Emily, who is now 36, and Sam, who is 34. <laughs> When the kids were little, Christina and I took them to church while I was in college, and after I graduated, we ended up at Chaska Evangelical Free Church. We did everything. We, we were Wednesday nights. We, we just, we, but we didn't, God wasn't in our lives at home. And uh, so, anyways, um, I was still just going through the motions of life, of being a Christian. You know, it was really on just Sunday mornings and on Wednesdays. And so, of course, uh, when the kids were eight, Emily was eight and Sam was six, Christina and I divorced. Going through the divorce was the most difficult time in my life. Um, but God was with me. And so I turned to him. And my sister Sue invited me to go to Church of the Open Door. That was a huge stepping stone because there I joined a support group and really deepened my relationship with the Lord. But to be honest, I was still not living, putting God first in my life. He still was not the number one priority in my life. And I fought it, and I still have been fighting it for years. Uh, church, uh, attending church to the open door, I went to a party, and I met my wife, Wendy, who was a member at Wooddale. She sang in the choir, and we started attending there. In 1995, after a very short courtship, don't ask me how short, it's almost embarrassing and long how short it was, Wendy and I married, and in 1997, uh, Corey, our daughter Corey was born. Wendy and I became members at Wooddale, led a young couples group, 
and worked with little kids Wednesday nights. I'd like to tell you that that's where my life, uh, my walk with the Lord grew, and I matured significantly. But crazy enough, it really was not. It was still a struggle for me. I traveled a lot for work. Outside of Sunday mornings, I still was just kind of worried about my own life and doing things my way. And then in 2004, uh, we started attending this church, coming back to the church I grew up in after my brother Chris died and we moved into his house. And the first morning we were here, there was a sign up for small groups and Wendy went over and signed her name under the Salonics uh, Bible study group, couples group. I was like, whoa, I guess we're coming back here, I guess. <laughs> that Bible study group with the Andes and I don't actually remember who else was there, I just remember the Andes so well. Uh, that was another huge, huge stepping stone in my life. And it really impacted me because I heard uh, men and women talk personally about their relationship with God in a way I had not heard before. This impacted me greatly. So there I was, right? I'm, I'm just now, I'm really on the path to be putting God first in my life. Nope, still, still not. I was here, you guys saw me. I've been coming here for 19 years. And you would think, oh, Peter, obviously, but I, I really wasn't. I was still struggling outside of, the, of these walls. So I'm not going to bore you with the last 18, 19 years. I'm going to jump to June of just last year when Wayne asked me, would I consider applying to become an elder? After reading the qualifications and reading through 1 Timothy 3, I told Wayne I was not ready. I kept that application. I kept it there with my Bible, I, the partially completed application. Since then, I've been having conversations. <laughs> Since then, I've been having conversations with God daily about why. why I struggled to make him first in my life, in all areas of my life. I remember, I'm going to jump up right here. I remember Ted one time making some joke about Bible on Monday morning and stuff like that, and it stuck with me like, Peter, why is it just Sunday mornings? <laughs> so I started practicing the things that it tells you you should do as an elder. I started having daily quiet time, reading the Bible, Reading a devotion, Men Under Construction, if you want it, it's great. I get it mailed to me every morning. I love it. And prayer. So if I were to show you a growth line of my walk with the Lord from age 13 to last June, you would just see these occasional blips and then flat and flip, right? That was me. Just flat, 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 lukewarm. But then, uh, you know, like I said, Wayne contacted me. I started really just wanting to live up to what it would take to be an elder. And so I started doing the daily practice. And then in uh, a huge, in, fall, in the fall, you would see a huge spike. And each day since then, my relationship with the Lord is trending upward. And I don't ever see it coming back down. In March, I asked Wayne if I could be considered for again for becoming an elder. Today, I feel confident in telling you God is finally number one in my life. In all areas of my life, 
I look forward to my quiet time every morning. It's not just something I check off. I look forward to it. I get the coffee started. I sit down, and I enjoy that time. I feel ready to be an elder of this church if the members so vote. So I'm going to end with this, and I will choke up at one point reading this verse. Tom Zolonik, Ted's brother who graduated with me, Give me part of the service. I'm actually not going to read that part, but this has always stuck with me. It's Philippians 3, verses 7 through 12. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage, that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through Christ in Christ, to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participate in his sufferings, becoming like him in death, and so somehow attaining the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already obtained this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which grace Jesus took hold of me. Thank you, God. Hang on, sit up here so I can pray for you. Would you pray with me? Lord God, I thank you for the testimony that Peter shared of how you have been in, at work in his life. And God, we see that you have been at work even in those little blips. And Lord, we praise you for how, God, even recently he has seen the significant growth. And so Lord, we thank you for that. And Lord, I just pray for Peter. I pray, God, for his marriage. Lord, I pray for his kids. I pray, God, uh, for his time here at, at Watertown. Lord, I just pray blessing over all of it. God, that you would continue to move and work in his life. God, and that you would continue to work in our church. And I pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Messages and More, a ministry of Watertown Evangelical Free Church. To find out more, visit us online at wevfree.org.